Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's good morning, wisdom. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Are we are ready. I'm so excited, Coach Aldrima, that you are back here with me this morning. Praise God. Uh, so glad to have you alongside of me, and it's an honor and a privilege to serve with you uh, my sister, I truly do appreciate you. I appreciate each and every one of you as well who have dialed in for Wisdom Inspired this morning. We are excited as always to have an opportunity to pour into you for 15 minutes to help set your day off on the right pace, right? It's so important for high achievers and for leaders that we are certain that we are pouring into ourselves first because throughout the, throughout the day, so much of us is poured out into other people, those that we serve uh, in whatever capacity, whether it's personal or professionally. And it's so important that you are serving from a full vessel, right? You don't want to be giving somebody steam or vapors. You want to make sure that what you're pouring into them is coming from a solid source that has already fed you first, right? So let's jump right into today's topic this morning. Um, I spoke a little bit yesterday about divine order in a chaotic world. And from that birth, understanding divine order, um, knowing that divine order equals fulfillment. So that's today's topic. Divine order equals fulfillment. So when we talk about divine order and what that, for those of you that may have missed yesterday's call or didn't get the replay, we were talking about some uh, wisdom nuggets that came from the life of the actor Chadwick Boseman. And we were talking about those nuggets basically summarizing a life of divine order in a chaotic world. And so from that, I really was uh, led to really dig deep to what does divine order look like so we as leaders can find some practical ways of applying it to our own life, right? Because many of us serve in different capacities as leaders, whatever that looks like for you. You wear many roles and many hats. I'm certainly, I do. Some days I have to check in on who I, which role am I in at what hour of the day or even what second of the day because you're a wife, you're a mother, you're a daughter, you're a sister, you're an aunt, right? You are uh, a business owner, you are a business partner, you are uh, a client or a service provider to your clients. The roles take on so many things. You're a mentor, you're somebody who's inspiring and pouring into people. So those roles are sometimes, how do we order all of that? How do we make sure that everything that's on our plate that we're going to be accountable for when we end at the end of this journey, how do we make sure we're operating in divine order that's leading us to the fulfillment that we truly desire? And I say divine order equals fulfillment because high achievement is not about the acquisition of more things or more levels of success. It is about actually finding that level of fulfillment that takes you from serving God's hand to seeking his heart in all that you do. Right? It's that level of fulfillment, taking that journey from serving God's hand to seeking his heart. Because true high-level leaders understand that there is an essence of God's heart that needs to cover each and everything that we do. Because if we're only looking for his hand, what happens when we can't see his hand in action? We can begin to allow the world's way of thinking to manipulate us and move us off course. It causes us to doubt what we're doing. It causes us to second-guess ourselves. It causes us to compare ourselves because we are no longer 
seeking his heart, his essence, but we are now just trying to find his hand. I need to see him. But he said it takes faith to truly know him. It takes you to be able to go into the places where you can't see him, where you can't trace him, where everything seems to be like it is not working because it doesn't look like everybody else, but there's a level of fulfillment that is taking place in you. And that leads me to what the definition of fulfillment is. What we're talking about when we say fulfillment is a satisfaction or a happiness as a result of fully developing one's abilities or character. It's a satisfaction or happiness as a result of fully developing one's abilities or character. So when you say divine order is going to lead you to that satisfaction or that happiness as a result of fully developing one's abilities or character, character and abilities is not something that's tangible. Those things are intangible. They are the things that last eternally. Those are the things that will sustain you and anchor you no matter what role you are in. It does not matter what business or service you're offering. It doesn't matter what personal entities you are attacking or situations you are addressing. You are able to know that you have the ability and the character set forth because you are following a divine order, right? So that divine order starts off as faith-fueled ambition. It's an eagerness or a desire for something or object to confer as a distinct relevance in your life. Whatever that fruit might look like, that's that fueled ambition. It starts off as a desire. It starts off as just an idea that I want to make sure that everything that I do, I am ambitious enough as Paul to know that I can come from one side to the next side and fulfill all the things that my creator has designed for me to do no matter what. I am ambitious enough to know that even in all that I've obtained, there is still more for me to do. There is still more development of my ability, still more development of my character that needs to take place. And the way we work that out, the way our ambition, that seed begins to get rooted, it has to be planted somewhere. That's where our roles come in. That's where the jobs come in. That's where the places that we serve, whether we own our own businesses or we work for someone else's vision, somewhere, somehow you're in a position for your seed of ability and character to begin to grow, okay? And so as that goes into the seed, goes into that ground, the ground that that seed is going into is called intention. It's a grace-filled intention because now you have to be able to operate under grace. Grace is not going to always have tangible things that's going to come as a result of your ambition, Right? But intention is actually the course of action that one intends to follow. And that course of action has to have a certain condition. It has to be rooted on something. So we have courses of actions that the world has for us, and we have courses of actions that our creator has for us. And so you have to decide under what condition or is your intention going to operate. Because it is going, that is important because that seed that ambition, right? Remember, our seed gets planted into that soil of our intention. And if we are planting a seed, right, in the wrong conditions or the wrong environment, we cannot ultimately develop the seed that is set forth, right? 
thorny a, 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 a thorny thorny ground or 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 weed filled soil cannot give birth to a seed that's meant to be prosperous and provide a source of food or nurturing to something else. It's not possible. So even in that condition, you have to always be checking the environment, the intention, the path that you're taking. You have to be diligent about pruning. You have to be diligent about cleaning your soil. When I say soil, I'm talking about the conditions of our heart. Where is our heart placed? Because our ambition could start off as a faith-filled, faith-filled ambition, and we could even be having a good grace-filled intention when we start out. But weeds do grow because we live in a world of exposure. We can't erase the fact that our soil and our intention is going to get exposed to things. It's not. It, it, it's in, it, we have to know that, right? But when we're talking about divine order and we're talking about that process, are we doing everything that we need to do to ensure that the condition of our soil is going to always be where it needs to be to produce the seed that we're desiring? Sometimes we have to examine ourselves by asking ourselves questions. As a coach, my job is never to tell my clients what to do. It is to ask them the effective questions that get them to the answers for themselves. Because what I do know is that I didn't create them. So I cannot dictate what their intention needs to be. I don't know what their true ambition is, but based on what I do know and that I can give and provide to them is I will ask them the questions that will challenge them, the questions that will cause them to pull up weeds out of their soil that does not feed the ambition or the seed that they are desiring. So the first question that I want you all to take away today from today's call, to judge how you're setting up divine order in your life, to judge how your faith-fueled ambition is still being fed by the grace-fueled intentions that you have. The first question is, is your ambition all about you? Is the thing that you're ambitious about just about you, just about the things connected directly to you? Or has that ambition, that seed been given to you about something bigger than you, something that scares you, something that tells you it is totally impossible because I may not be able to reach a, a million people, but I have an ambition that I'm supposed to be able to talk to a million people. I'm supposed to be able to share a word with a million people. Is your ambition all about you or is there something else tied to it? The next question would be, does your ambition allow you to serve your creator? If the ambition you have causes you to serve anything, then the source of your life, it may be redirected. It might not be the seed itself. It could very well be the soil that has now changed your ambition. It has caused it to change, take on a different form, right? And the third question is going to be, is there room for some humility? Has your ambition caused you to lose the level of humility that will be required in order for you to find fulfillment? Is there room for some humility in that ambition? Or has you, have you become so conceited that the fact that you were given this ambition that this somehow makes you different or better than somebody else? That causes you now to have to be worshipped or honored because this ambition was given to you. 
Let's recap those three questions because as y'all leave the call today, I want you to definitely examine your soil, examine your heart. Because you may have started off with the right ambition, but that seed has now taken another form or it's truly not even growing because it is not getting the necessary nurturing that is needed because the heart, the condition of your heart, your intention, your path that you're taking has somehow taken a turn. That first question is, is your ambition all about you? The second one is, does your ambition allow you to serve God? your creator. And third, is there room for some humility? So as you take this journey, as you take these questions and you begin to examine yourself effectively, you begin to examine your ambitions, go back and find out what they were when you started off on this journey. If it was to have a good marriage, what does that look like? If it was to raise good children, what does that look like? If it was to have a business that was going to serve other people, what does that look like? And now check the soil. Check the intention or the path and course of action that you've been taking. Have you been taking the right action or are you being deterred by what's in the marketplace that tells you you need five steps to a million in, in, in three, six months? Something that is taking you to now worship the ambition rather than to keep your focus on your creator. Let us do a check today. And as you do it, know that it's okay because your creator has never left you. All he says is just take your turn, change your heart, change your mind, and return to the first love, the first thing that has led you on the path that you are on. And let's correct it today because it can be done. It must be done if you're going to achieve the highest level of achievement that has been ordained specifically for you. Thank you guys for joining us this morning on Wisdom Inspired. Meet us back on the line tomorrow morning as we'll share some more great wisdom nuggets with you. Again, if you'd like to learn more about the AAC co-working community, it's a community for lifestyle business owners, female entrepreneurs, lifestyle business owners, and freelance professionals to gather together to grow personally and professionally. It's a safe place, non-judgmental, where you can get coaching and consulting specifically designed to your needs and your journey to help you continue to live out your purpose through your business or through whatever service it is that you provide. So if you'd like to learn more, email us at hello at aaccoworking.com. Thank you guys so much and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.